Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 64, Gold Wedding Band. We're going to continue our scene description. Alright folks, let's, uh, let's get into this, this episode as we try to finish up the rest of the house with the investigators. Located north of the first den and immediately east of the hallway is the kitchen of the residence. Upon entering the south door of the kitchen, entering from the den, the writer observed two, three spent 223 caliber shell casings. Located west of the doorway and on the north wall of the kitchen, the writer observed a three-door cabinet that cabinet being approximately one foot above the floor of the kitchen. The middle door of that cabinet appeared to have been pierced by a shotgun pellet, which appeared to be passing from the south to the north. An aluminum baking pan was observed inside the cabinet and had been pierced by two pellets. Located adjacent to that cabinet to the north and on the west wall of the kitchen is one glass countertop containing various kitchen items including a blender, toaster, mixer, crock pot, and an electric can opener and other items, dishes, including one pair of scissors. Located on the counter on the west wall of the kitchen was one prescription bottle made out to Lindbergh Sanders, dated, and then the date's been blacked out. They give the prescription number of 28150 from the Northeast Community Mental Health Center, 3628 Summer Avenue. 3623880 prescription was for, and folks, I'm not even going to pretend I can pronounce that word, amitriptyline, 100 milligrams, number 84. I'm sorry, my wife's not available to help me with these long Latin words, so y'all just have to bear with me. Prescribed by, and of course, the doctor's name's also been blacked out, containing approximately 16 tablets. Located under the counter, the writer observed an overturned kitchen table with one white extension cord. Located on the south wall of the kitchen, East of the doorway, the writer observed an antique telephone hanging on the wall. Beside one set of barbecue tools, including a basting brush and a pair of, says foursomes. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Located on the east wall of the kitchen, the writer observed that the window had been broken out. Situated adjacent to the window was one round glass top kitchen table with two pipes, several pieces of broken glass, one ashtray, one vase, and one broken wall ornament. Surrounding the table were three chairs, and beneath the table, one vase and one broken glass. Located partially under the table was the door to the oven located in the kitchen, and one lampshade. Located on the north wall of the kitchen, in the northeast corner, of the counter by the sink. Located on top of that counter, the writer observed one coffee pot, two glasses, and one jar of hot sauce. Several dirty dishes were observed to 
observed in the sink, located immediately adjacent to and west of the counter. The writer observed one over and under gas range. The upper doors of the upper oven were observed to be missing and the same as found in the floor. Located in the northwest corner of the kitchen, the writer observed a brown or copper tone refrigerator. Several items of food were located inside the refrigerator. Several overturned, and, and I cannot read what that said. It's been blacked out, dripping onto the floor of the kitchen. And then that last sentence has also been blacked out. I can't imagine what that is that they didn't want us to read. Upon exiting the kitchen through the door to the north, the writer enters the front bedroom, which is located in the northeast corner of the house. On the south walls from the bedroom, immediately east of the doorway, the writer observed a wooden, a white wooden dresser containing several cosmetic items, one flower arrangement, one ashtray, and one lamp. Also observed on that dresser was one trifold wallet with identification of Lindbergh Sanders. Located along the east wall of that room, approximately eight inches from the wall, was one Motorola radio antenna, police type. Also near that antenna was two pins, possibly owned by the victim, Officer Hester. Located in the bedroom immediately north of the doorway, the south doorway, and at the foot of the bed, the writer observed one partially filled carton package of Vantage menthol. Vantage regular cigarettes, which were coated in blood. Located adjacent to that package of cigarettes, the officer observed a 3 by 5 inch notebook and a plastic stencil used by police officers in making accident reports. It is believed those items are property of the victim. Located along the east wall of the residence, the writer observed two chairs matching the Bedroom suit, one overturned, one sitting upright in the northeast corner of the bedroom. The writer observed an end table containing a lamp located on the north wall of the room. The writer observed a king-size bed which was disarranged on the west side of the bed of the bedroom. The writer found 138 caliber live round police-type ammunition on an end table, and a Deputy Constable Harris County Bill Morris badge. On the north wall of the bedroom on the west side of the window and bed, the writer observed three holes, which appeared to be gunshot holes. On the west wall of the bedroom to the right of the doorway leading into the living room, the writer observed ten holes in the paneling of the wall, which appeared to be Gunshot holes. On the west wall of the bedroom to the right of the doorway leading into the living room, the writer observed ten holes in the paneling on the wall, which appeared to be gunshot holes. Well, folks, I just noticed they had actually put that in there twice. This thing of the precious oxygen, I just wasted not picking up on the fact they had repeated that sentence. On the East side of the window, located in the north wall of the bedroom, the writer observed one bullet hole, which appeared to be coming from the outside to the interior of the room. It should be noted that approximately four feet north of the south wall and 18 inches of the east wall of the bedroom, 
The writer observed a large quantity of blood near the location where the Motorola antenna was recovered. In other words, folks, that tells you where Officer Hester was beaten through most of the uh, siege. Should be noted that the window in the east wall and the window in the north walls of this bedroom were completely broken out. Fragments of glass were laying through the interior of the house. A glass prism chandelier hanging in the center of the bedroom, red and white color prisms was was observed, and eleven prisms from that chandelier were observed to be lying in the center of the king size bed. Located on the west wall of the bedroom, immediately south of the door leading to the living room, the officer observed one additional bullet hole. Continuing south along the west wall, the writer observed a closet where several items of clothing had been removed and thrown to the floor. In addition, the writer observed one overturned and broken lamp laying outside of the door of the closet. Additional information regarding the scene upon rechecking of the living room of the residence after the moving of items, the writer observed the flap of a police shirt located in the northeast corner of the living room, laying partially against the north wall, appeared to have been torn from the shirt of one of the officers involved in the incident. The blue blanket observed originally in front of the fireplace, which is located on the east wall of the living room, Writer observed one battery cover from a Motorola radio and two Motorola radio batteries, all of which were covered with blood stains. Should be noted that those items were covered with a blanket and were not visible until the removal of the blanket. Writer further observed a second battery cover from a Motorola radio laying under the edge of the table, which is hanging from the center of the living room. No blood stains were observed on that item. Located in the so, uh, correction, sunken den in the rear of the residence, the writer observed one gold wedding band, which was identified by Lieutenant Wilson as being the property of Patrolman Russ Aikens, who was involved in the original incident and lost his ring at that time. That item was taken to Lieutenant Wilson after photographing by the crime scene to be returned to Officer Aikens. Also observed in the area of the den, the writer observed a keychain containing four keys and a key, leather keychain tab, and a second keychain with the zodiac sign Sagittarius on that piece. A weapon observed in the rear bedroom of the residence laying on the bed was found to be a Smith & Wesson Model 10, the MPD number 1462 on the back strap. The 38 caliber Smith & Wesson Model 10 found under the head of the number 3 subject was found to be MPD number 1218. And folks, we do that with our guns. MPD always put a, they put a stamp on there. They engrave it into the, the steel of the weapon. That number helps identify that weapon and who it's issued to. Crime scene officers Harrison, Clinney, and additional crime scene officers did make the scene, photographed, sketched, processed, and tagged the evidence. Their findings will be forwarded at a later date. 
at 8.15 a.m. on 113.83, Sergeant Philip Powell arrived at the scene with UT Toxicologist Lab personnel Paulette Sutton and Elizabeth Ann Fowler. Now, if any of you have seen the documentary, then you've seen Miss Sutton talk. She is an absolute blood expert. In fact, she travels all over the country and all over the world, possibly. I believe she told me that. Anyways, giving uh, seminars, lectures, helping police and whoever else has a desire to learn about blood Sutton and Fowler did process the scene, and their findings will be forwarded at a later date. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. We will be back in a few days to continue our investigation. We're getting closer to the end, but we've still got a ways to go. So rest up for the next few days. We'll get back together. See where this investigation leads us. Folks, I do appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in as always. And as always, I will see you down the road.